It's April 5th, 2022, and this is your Ukraine Daily Brief from the DSR Network. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Gottnor. Our top story today, Russia has repositioned about two-thirds of its forces from around Kyiv, with many consolidating in Belarus, where they're expected to be refit, resupplied, and redeployed elsewhere in Ukraine, a senior U.S. defense official said on Monday. Shipments from the $800 million security assistance package for Ukraine from the United States arrived over the course of the weekend, Pentagon spokesperson John Kirby said during a briefing on Monday. Kirby went on to say that, We're prioritizing the kinds of capabilities in those shipments that we know Ukrainians will need the most. Javelins, stingers, UAVs. So all of that is being prioritized. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said he would address the UN Security Council today and predicted further, worse instances of mass killings of civilians by Russian troops would be discovered. Today's Security Council session is to consider Ukrainian allegations of the murder of civilians by Russian soldiers in Bucha. Given Russia's veto power on the UN Security Council, it is unlikely that anything will pass through the body. In response to the atrocities in Bucha, Germany and France have both announced that they are expelling a significant number of Russian diplomats. Italy expelled 30 Russian diplomats, and Denmark expelled 15. Lithuania has gone a step further and expelled the Russian ambassador. The United States will ask the UN General Assembly to suspend Russia from the Human Rights Council, the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations said on Monday. Russia's participation on the Human Rights Council is a farce. U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield said on a visit to Romania, In my opinion, it seems far past time for a rethink about the whole U.N. This is the exact type of conflict it was created to prevent and has done almost nothing meaningful other than signal its discontent. As the world becomes less free and more multipolar, the U.N. diminishes in value. One potential template is to formalize the participants at the Democracy Summit from last year and build a corresponding organization. Until we build something new, we're stuck with China and Russia's vetoes on the Security Council and a Human Rights Council that makes a mockery of human rights. Germany is the main roadblock to imposing tougher sanctions on Russia, Poland's Prime Minister Matusz Morawiecki said on Monday during a news conference adding that Hungary was not blocking them. German Finance Minister Christian Lindner on Monday rejected a European Union embargo on Russian gas imports. Lindner said, It is clear we must end as quickly as possible all economic ties to Russia. We must plan tough sanctions, but gas cannot be substituted in the short term. We would inflict more damage on ourselves than on them. In my opinion, We're reaching the point where sanctions are really starting to bite, but they're biting average Europeans as well as Russian oligarchs. Slow growth and inflation are real concerns, and rising gas prices won't help. So we're about to see how much Europeans value a free Ukraine in pure dollars and cents if we can't come together to block Russian oil. This also bodes ill for Western unity in the face of pushing back against China. J.P. Morgan could lose about $1 billion on its Russian exposure, Chief Executive Jamie Dimon said on Monday, 
detailing the extent of the bank's potential losses from the conflict in Ukraine for the first time. Diamond did not provide a time frame for JP Morgan's potential Russia losses, but said the bank was concerned about the secondary impact of Russia's invasion of Ukraine on companies and countries. Russia's latest sovereign bond coupon payment has been stopped, a source familiar with the matter and a spokeswoman for the U.S. Treasury told Reuters, putting it closer to a historic default. Today is the deadline for Russia to make another debt payment, the spokeswoman said. Beginning today, the U.S. Treasury will not permit any dollar debt payments to be made from Russian government accounts at U.S. financial institutions. Russia must choose between draining remaining valuable dollar reserves or new revenue coming in, or default. A team from the International Committee of the Red Cross was stopped during an attempt to meet Mariupol, Ukraine, to evacuate civilians, and was being held nearby in Manhush, ICRC spokesperson Jason Straziuso told Reuters. Straziuso declined to give details of who was holding the team, saying only that they had been detained by police. It's not a hostage situation, he said. Moments before taping, Ukrainian Deputy Prime Minister Irana Verestchuk released a statement that the ICRC team had been released and sent to Zaporizhia, but gave no further clarifications. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip or topic you'd like us to cover, please email us at udb at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the Ukraine Daily Brief. So go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, tune in to Next in Foreign Policy to hear Zoe and I talk with Amy Slipowitz about Freedom House's Freedom in the World Report and Deep State Radio tonight to hear David Rothkoff talk with Rosa Brooks, Ed Luce, and former U.S. Ambassador to NATO, Doug Loot. Stay safe and stay tuned to the Ukraine Daily Brief from the Deep State Radio Network.